0: hello friends good morning well it's morning for me (laughs) this is the energy report with me your host rebecca conran on the new story podcast if my uh voice sounds pretty exhausted it's because I am I'm pretty tired I'm feeling quite burned out Uh, which is why I waited till today to record this is Monday morning usually I have the report up on Sunday for the week ahead um but I have just been like probably many of you uh going through my own big purging cleansing shit um and uh so I'm going to start the report today, just giving, catching you up, um, on what's going on with me, what's going on with the energy report moving forward. Um, so God, where do I start? Um, you know, when you just have like so much <laughs> that's been going on, uh, it's just hard to figure out where to begin. Um, Long story short, the energy report is going to become a paid subscription. Um, last week I went away. I went away to Arizona, and uh, I was supposed to visit with, a, with a, someone, a friend that I had known um, for about 12 years uh, that I hadn't seen in as much time. Um, I'd only spoken on the phone or FaceTimed uh, with this girlfriend. And, uh, when I got to Arizona and I finally, I, I got in pretty late and I was driving, I was driving, I got in at like 10 30 and I had to drive from Phoenix to Tucson, which was about an hour and a half drive. So, um, and it was pretty late for me cause I, in New York time, it was 10 30 in Arizona time. It was like one 30 when I set off. So I didn't get there till like 3 AM my time. Um, but as I was driving through the desert and the pitch black, it's like a straight shot just down one road, um, basically. Um, and, uh, I cranked the music in the car and I, I just started to tune into just expansive things. This is right around the Pluto retrograde beginning. And, um, you know, I'm in my Mars return right now. Um, so it's like how I manage action, like really paying attention to how I manage how I move through the world and my boundaries and stuff like that. So um, I'm driving and it's very late and I start thinking of like what uh, I want to maybe let go of. And I, and I realize that, um, you know, I start tuning into maybe letting go of this report And, uh, I've been doing the newsletters since about 2014 and I've been doing the report since 2017. Um, and, um, I, I, there are times when I really, really enjoy doing it most of the time. And recently, um, it's just felt more time consuming and, um, draining to me because I spend about, probably spend up to 20 hours a month writing, researching, uh, recording, you know, then formatting all of the newsletters and uploading the podcasts and, um, maintaining all of that stuff, making sure that it's accessible. And even with, um, the, you know, patrons that I've had on Patreon and the, and the Venmo support, um, I probably only receive about $3 an hour for my time, uh, after paying for the hosting and all of that stuff, the expenses. And so I'm driving along and I'm thinking, you know, maybe it's just time to let this go. Um, because, Um, I have a partner now and, uh, for the last, you know, since in 2021, now I have a partner. And when you have a partner that takes up a lot more time (laughs) than when you're just on your own and, uh, time and energy for him and time and energy for my store and, um, time and energy for my, the things I love to do, uh, like music and, and things like that. And I've just started to feel quite, um, just like, I don't have enough energy for all of the things that I'm doing. So I'm driving along and I'm thinking, you know, maybe it's time to let this report go. So it felt good to me to surrender that. And, uh, I want to just say that I, I am not letting the report go yet, but I'm going to get to that. Um, So Saturday rolls around and I got this rental car and, uh, the person I'm staying with is at work. Uh, they work at a, a kind of bougie resort style, um, you know, wellness center, uh, which I don't feel that (laughs) good about, but whatever. Um, those are, that's my personal opinion popping in there. That's not an intuitive Thing. Uh, that's just me being pissed which I'll come to. Uh, so she's at work and I am super psyched cause I got this rental car for the day. I go to whole foods. I stock the fridge, uh, for my friends, you know, um, with all like yummy fresh shit. Um, and I'm just going to all these Goodwills and thrift stores and I love thrifting and I find a lot of really cool, weird things for my store. So, you know that was part of my trip was to go and spend this day um, just looking hunting for treasures and um, and I personally really like to thrift because I love to wear like eighties and nineties uh, clothes. so so I'm having the time of my life. I'm texting my boyfriend, I'm texting my friend, I'm like, I love it here. I'm looking at it's sunny, it's warm, I'm looking at the mountainscapes, and I'm just like, my heart's fucking open." it is open. I'm like, things are so good right now in my life. Like everything is really calm and chill. And I've got all this love coming in and, you know, um, I just felt like I was glowing. I felt like I was glowing. So I'm in, uh, a goodwill and i've got my purse in my cart next to me under a whole stack of clothes and um i'm pretty conscious of my stuff i'm never, i'm not i wouldn't say i'm like a i'm not like a i'm not like um scatterbrained about things in that way i'm i'm pretty good you know like i'll have a pair of sunglasses that i will keep for years and years and years and never lose you know um i had been using the same wallet for about 20 years And, um, so I'm there and I'm next to this woman and she's on the phone. She's like in her fifties or sixties. And she's like, and I just felt funny about her. I felt funny about her. Like I just kept being drawn to her energy. Um, and I really, I talked myself out of my intuitive feeling about it. Um, you know, and I, I think that this person was really, um, I think her energy was very much focused on me. I think she was very much just try, f- trying to fleece me, is what I think. She was on the phone. She's like, I'm getting a new dress for church. Church just opened up. And I think that this is just somebody who, Knows how to um, steal things in this way. So <laughs> I wanted to be like, why are you so fucking in my space? But I've, a part of me felt really guilty because um, I didn't want to uh, be racially profiling this person. And part of me was like, are you racially profiling this person? Because, you know, I um, am just aware of all those things. I try not to be and and race has nothing to do with it other than the fact that I didn't listen to my intuition because I was afraid that I was somehow marginalizing somebody else. Um, So long story short, I go to pay. And my bag's gone, it's missing, you know, it's, it's, it was buried deep in my cart and now it's not there. And I was never far away from my car. I was next to it the whole time. So this is just, you know, even more interesting. So, um, I'm freaking out cause I have no idea where I am. Uh, like, I don't know where my friend's address. I don't know anybody's phone numbers, you know, I've got to fly later in the week. So my identification has been stolen, my cell phone, um, my wallet with all my credit cards and money. And the money is besides the point. Um, I can I understand people are desperate. They need money. Um, but. Uh, you know, the rest of it was really hurtful, like leaving me totally stranded and by some stroke of luck. Um, this person dropped everything from my bag as they were running with it. And this is all on the security camera footage. So this is how I know that it was this person. Um, and they didn't realize that they dropped my rental car key, uh, because they picked up my phone and all the other things and took off and somebody turned in the key to the manager of the store. And then I was able to get the rental car key. And basically I had to get directions back to that Whole Foods and then drive around for an hour trying to find my way back to my friend's house just based on like um, just trying to figure it out. And then I just knocked on one of our neighbor's doors and asked if I could use uh, the phone. And, um, you know, it really spiraled into (laughs) into like headache after headache after headache like my podcasting service right now couldn't run my credit card and my credit card companies wouldn't send me replacement credit cards because I couldn't send them photos of my driver's license. Um, My driver's license is going to take two weeks to come. Um, So basically anytime I tried to do something, it was like, we need, we need you to, you know, whenever I tried to access anything, um, it was like, we're sending a verification to your cell phone. Okay. Well, I don't have my cell phone. We need your driver's license. Okay. Well, I don't have that. Um, so basically every, which way I turned was like, and, and continues to be just this massive headache. So luckily for me, I, my partner is staying at my house and, um, so I have him get on my computer and change all my passwords and everything so that I can, so I can also access my email because I was also in a state of just like really just super stressed out and I couldn't remember any of my passwords to anything. And so he gets on, he, he changes everything. Uh, so my friend comes home from work at this wellness place, uh, where she is trying to get a promotion as a coach. um, and we're meant to go to Sedona, like, in two days' time. So that night, I'm like, okay, well, I need an address to, for where my partner's going to overnight me my passport. Because otherwise, uh, like, um, you know, if we're going to be in Sedona, I need to know where I can receive this package. And um, so she's getting more and more aggravated with me just Asking these like sort of simple things that I need to do, um, and I'm a really independent, autonomous person, so I don't typically like. It's it's not enjoyable for me to be like. Can I borrow your phone? Can I use your computer? Um, but these were things that I had to do to just make sure that I had resources, right? Like, um, I needed to make sure I got this passport so I could get home. I needed. Uh, for her to receive cash from my partner via Venmo so that she could withdraw it at the bank and give it to me. And, um, and in some ways I needed to cancel my cards and shit like that. But so my requests from her were just really, what's the address? Can we go to the bank? And may I use one of your devices just to be figuring this shit out? Um, so, her first response to me when I got robbed was to tell me that I manifested it for myself. (laughs) I called it in, uh, which is, um, just really fucking shitty. You know, it's like, um, even when there are lessons to be learned in things, um, to blame somebody and to judge them or whatever, when they're having a really difficult time is just really shitty. So I I felt very, I felt that she was blaming me for this situation um, of somebody probably seeing me tooling around this thrift store, feeling all giddy and happy. um, And whatever that light was that I was shining angered this person, or made them feel like I was the person to take from. Um, so I didn't want to stress my friend out. I'm a Mars in cancer after all, right? So I'm like, Okay, yeah, you know what, I'm just gonna try to suck it all up. And even though I'm really upset, I'm gonna just um, suck it up and make the best of this trip. I have not been anywhere for three years. I'm really gonna just enjoy my time. So the next day we get up, um, she wants to go to the gem show. So we go, we get some crystals and stuff. And then on the way home, I'm like, you know, she seems tired. So I'm like, do you want to just drop me off? And like, I'll just walk around for, um, three or four hours. And like, you can have some space. So she comes and picks me up after that time and we go back to her house and she's laying in bed with her laptop and her phone and she's just binge watching TV, which is no judgment there. <laughs> We've all done that. Um, so I'm just sitting in the living room embroidering and from the other room she starts to say, you know, I, st- I, I don't know if I want to go to Sedona Um, I, I'm just really tired and I'm like, okay, no problem. Like maybe I should just book an Airbnb or get my partner to book me into an Airbnb and just give you some space and we should just cancel that Sedona trip. And I'm like, but we need to decide because my partner it's Sunday and he's going to go as soon as the FedEx opens and overnight me my passport. So I need to know if I'm not going to be, four hours away. I need to know where he can send me it so I can get home. Um, so she, the more reasonable I am, the more irate she becomes. And, you know, the more I'm like, whatever you need, like, if you don't want to do that, then we don't, we definitely don't have to. Cause for me, the last thing I want to do is go to Sedona with somebody who doesn't want to be there, or is unhappy and needs rest. And I'm like, more than happy to just figure something else out if it's going to like mean a better, a more peaceful stay for me. So, um, she becomes irate and she's like, you don't understand. I'm a sensitive person. I can't deal with all of this stuff. This is overwhelming. Um, (laughs) and I'm like, yeah, it is overwhelming. Like, it sucks. Like, I don't like being, um, reliant on you. Um, if you can just get me to Walmart or something where I can buy a burner phone, um, and hopefully that, that will shift. So she says, I can't take you there. Uh, call my boyfriend to come and get you and he'll take you there. So because she's just so aggravated, I'm like, well, maybe I'll just, um, maybe I'll just, stay somewhere else. So I'm like, you know, if if you just can loan me your phone, I'm going to call my boyfriend and see if he can set me up with an Airbnb. So she chucks her phone at me. <laughs> the the she chucks her phone at me anyway. Um I'm really I'm really pissed, so I'm sorry if this is just like a bunch of bullshit cuz like you guys don't need to know all this stuff, but I'm getting to what it mean meant to me on a spiritual level. Um, she chucks her phone at me. And so I go outside and I just burst into tears. Cause I'm like, I don't understand. Like, and, and mind you back here in New York, my friends are all sending me money via Venmo. They've heard about what's happened. They're like, let us know if we can do anything. You know, I have a lot of support, you know, um, everybody was supportive. Um, Except for the person that I was, like, totally dependent on. Um, so I call my boyfriend. I'm in floods of tears. I'm like, I don't understand. Like, she's she just, just doesn't want to be helped. She doesn't want to help me. She doesn't want me using her phone. She won't take me to Walmart, though, to get another one. She wants her boyfriend to take me. She doesn't want to do this trip now. And I just feel like I need to stay somewhere else and just let whatever's happening blow over and give it some space. So I go back inside and I, you know, I say, listen, I've booked an Airbnb. I think, you know, I'm just going to give you space to rest. She gets irate again. You're so fucking immature. You're what's with all this fucking drama. Just like, just like this diatribe of like more stuff. And her boyfriend shows up and I'm like, look, I just think that it's best if I just take space. And I've got my bags and I'm like, if you could just take me to Walmart and then I'll call um, an Uber from there and or get my partner to Uber me to a place to stay and then we'll figure everything else out. She um, shuts the door behind me, locks it and says, he's not going anywhere with you. So I'm on the side of the road (laughs) with my bags, with no phone, no identification, I've got some cash. Um and I flag down a stranger who's walking down the street and I'm in tears and I'm just like can I borrow your phone? Uh I need my boyfriend to order me an Uber. Um so this lovely man waits with me and he's like here's a you know you had like an unopened bottle of water he's like here's this for you. An Uber comes and picks me up, takes me to Walmart, gets me a phone, takes me to the hotel because my boyfriend's arranged everything. And then she starts sending these messages to my boyfriend. Oh, she forgot her supplements. Like, those are kind of expensive. Where can I drop them off at? Just like, um, just really fucked up weird gaslighty what I think are sort of sociopathic tendencies types things and long the long short of this whole fucking thing is this is a person a practitioner someone that I've supported a lot Um, and what I realized is that I was being totally drained by this person and that this is a blind spot for me the blind spot for me of like, trying to, you know, Mars being in cancer, instead of being like, fuck this shit, I'm out. It's like, how can I bring comfort to this? Or how can I um, nurture this? You know, I go into more of like, where I need aggression, I go into more like mothering, like supporting, nurturing. And it's exceptionally draining you know it's 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 a big lesson for me um that there are these blind spots that i have in terms of boundaries and i realized that the energy report is a is a boundary blind spot um each week um like thousands of people are tuning in to my energy and they're getting support from it. And they're not investing back in me. And that's because I haven't required it either. You know, Um, but and it's very strange, because I think I think healers more than any healing practitioners rather more than anybody else. It's like expected that you have just unlimited resources for people to just use you as their therapist. Um, Like I I often get calls from studios that are looking for like an astrologer for the day or whatever to do healing things, um, which is like seeing probably triple the amount of people I would want to see, maybe more, probably seeing, you know, like 30 people in a day. So I tell them what my hourly rate is and they don't want to pay that. That's too expensive. Even though you're doing, you know, quadruple the work you would normally do. Um, because there's so much, you know, bad boundaries in wellness. There's a lot of bad boundaries. If you're, if you're participating in wellness, it's because you've experienced trauma or suffering. And, um, you know, there's a part of it that is attractive to people who have, who have had a hard time but it doesn't um that can sometimes be a blind spot so what I've realized is that if this energy report doesn't support me um then it's not a viable thing for me to continue doing and It's been kind of a shocking thing that's happened because um, even though it seems like a pretty cut and dry thing, your purse gets stolen when you're away from home. um, It's actually affected pretty much everything in my life. Um, Like my phone was what I got my Internet from. So I don't have I have to go somewhere now to upload the podcast. So when I'm in my store, I don't have Internet. Um, so I had to borrow my boyfriend's phone to run charges in my story yesterday. I mean, it's just like every single part of my life has been affected by this one spiraling thing. Um, but the good side of it is that I've seen that, um, I have to, in order for me to have time and energy for the things that I love, I have to really be aware that, you know, I grew up with, with uh, parent, parents who were depressed, sociopathic, um, vampires, you know, that, um, like the thing with that happened with the person I was staying with in Tucson is like a mirror to my, fa- the stuff with my father. And that's still a blind spot for me. And wherever I don't have strong boundaries, um, I'm going to really find that coming up. And I had had a couple of intuitions about this person. Um, and again, I didn't listen to him, you know, like they were word for word copying, uh, the vibe, the energy, even the dollar amount of my mentorship program. Um, And I was like, well, there's enough to go around. Like, that's their program. Like, if they. But the point is that they. There are some people who are not. Just not giving back, right? So I had had intuitions that I didn't listen to, and it bit me in the butt. And so I'm listening to the intuition with the energy report. And if I don't have 60 supporters by the end of this month, um, that are paying $10 subscription per month, then I'm probably going to let the energy report go because, um, that's what I feel like I need to be able to have the energy to do a good job with this. And frankly, I don't do the energy report to gain traction. I don't need people's attention. Um, I don't advertise and do shit like that because I, um, because I like to limit the amount of energy that people can tune into me. Um, so more people tuning in is actually more draining for me. Um, and so I do this report because it helps me it's, these are things that have helped me that I'm sharing and I want to help other people. And I want to help people that want to help themselves. And in order to help yourself, you also have to invest. And, um, I am just not giving anything away for free anymore because it's not about the money. It's about value. And, um, so if I only have 60 people, because now the, the, on May 31st, the energy report is going to become a paid subscription. So I would rather have 60 people who are paying for the subscription than a thousand people listening to this report. And that's the new way that I'm going to do it. Um, And if nobody wants to pay, then to me, it's a sign that um, I'm going to let the report go for good. And I'll probably just complete uh, June and then I'll be letting it go and um, th- those are just the things that I've surrendered to and I want to have I want to have more energy for the energy report and I want that to be because I feel valued and because I only have people tapping into my energy just these, these reports that um, care about me too and are invested in me too like I'm invested in In you guys, you know, I spend the money, I do the work, I pay my healers. And I that's how I know this information. That's how I have this information to share, because I'm digging deep all the time. Um, And that that's, that is a a value. You know, I've been a practitioner since 2012. Um, I have a lot of experience. And I'm not getting less sensitive as I move forward in the world, you know, Sense energetically sensitive, um, I'm honing that and I want to make sure that I'm very, um, careful with my energy. And if that means just focusing on my other projects, like my, and my, and my clients that I work with one-on-one, then that's, then I'm, I'm willing to do that. So this has been a long, drawn-out story to tell you about my current experience. Um, and these are all my responsibility. It's my responsibility to exert and enact my boundaries. Um, this is going to be the last podcast that's available on Acast or on through the streaming sites. You will now only be able to Read the newsletter or listen to the podcast via Patreon. Um, it will still remain free until the end of the month. Um, I'm putting it on Patreon so people can get used to being on Patreon. Uh, after this report, there will just be a podcast um, linked that will talk about how you can subscribe to the energy report. But this is going to be the last one that's available on all these streaming sites. Now you'll only be able to go to Patreon. It is public on Patreon until the end of the month, and then it will only be accessible to those paying $10 or more in subscription per month. Um, So if you're on a tier that is $5 or $8, you're not going to have access to the energy report. It's only for those paying $10 plus. Um, 10 is a great number for me. It's starting over. It's about uh, me committing to myself Um, it is, uh, it is my, (laughs) my intention for the energy report is that starting point. So, you know, if you don't want to do it, it's totally fine too. You know, I'm not, uh, it may be that our connection has just reached the end that's something everybody has to listen to intuitively. Um, and you know, I want to say thank you to everybody who has been supporting the energy report. Um, I appreciate that you've know you've, you've, you've seen value in what I do and that you've given back and you've really been, um, you know, instrumental in helping me to pay for the hosting and everything, um, but it's not fair either that those people are supporting and that um, and that others maybe aren't, and maybe this is the impetus either for those for some people to just let go of the energy report altogether. And for some people to move forward. Um, I just want to say that abundance really increases when it's shared. So when I feel that money is tight, I pay my bills. I pay my healers. I pay for whatever I need to pay for. I put money out there when it feels tight. Because I know that money has to flow. It's an energy that has to flow. When I was first being coached, fucking years and years and years ago, it might have. It was like $260 a month, and it, and it might as well have been like $1,000 a month um, because I had no money. I'd been homeless at the time. And by committed to it, I signed, I signed a document that said I would commit to it for six months and make those monthly payments, and I never, ever, ever missed a fucking payment. That money came in somehow, And I've never regretted any money that I spent on things that really supported me. So those are the risks that I've been willing to take. And, um, you know, I look forward to moving forward with the energy report in whatever way that spirit has for me. I've already surrendered it. So if it means letting it go, it means letting it go. And if it means working with a smaller group, that feels fucking amazing to me. So I would rather work with a smaller group of people who want to really take care of the rest of the group and me, right? So the energy can be clearer, the boundaries are better. That's my update, y'all. I'm going to link the Patreon in the show notes. um, And next week, you will only be able to access the report, the podcast and the newsletter via my Patreon page, and it will be public until the end of the month when it will go private only to those subscribers on the $10 or higher tiers. Um, No one else will see them. All right, let's talk about this week. Um, (laughs) You know, I wrote this, part of this, before I left for Arizona, so it's so fucking hilarious. Uh, it's just too much. The tarot this week is the nine of wands. So I'm going to read to you what I wrote (laughs) before I even left. This has not even been marked by my experience. It says, as I spoke to last week, nines mark periods of completion and ending. Something has come full circle. This tarot can be about persevering through a period of extended setbacks or difficulties. You might be feeling weary, and this card is saying, keep going, despite any fatigue. Hold fast. You've got hidden reserves of energy that will get you through this moment. This card is also a warning and says, proceed carefully because there is danger present. Human life is survival, so there will always be threats to our experience. We must proceed anyway while being ardent and steadfast to ourselves. I mean, God, that was a real kick in the butt for me. Uh, no, it was actually like a big warm hug, actually. The Nine of Wands. I mean, yeah, I I know that it's not just me, too. I know that everybody is experiencing a lot of fucking shakeups right now. So I don't think that somehow I'm being like... Um you know, sidelined or something. Uh, I'm not special in my difficulties. I know that this is a period of time. I know, I'm sure that there was so many breakups and shakeups that happened around the Pluto station. Um, And very difficult and sometimes necessary changes. Um, It doesn't make it any like less stressful or less hurtful though, does it? you know, even if we learn a lesson for something and we have immense gratitude for the good things that come out of it, I'm still fucking angry and I'm really hurt. You know, there's a part of me that's hurt at this woman. That's a stranger to me who stole my stuff, who didn't feel that she should, you know, somehow anonymously get my wallet (laughs) or my ID and my phone back to me. It's of no use to her. It's locked. You know, it's like, It's locked, and it's, like, registered as a stolen phone. Um, My credit cards, none of them are going to work, you know, for her. And um, so the the part that really hurt was where it was just really fucking up my day, my life, my, you know, my weeks uh, ahead. Um, But anyway, my point is that we... Even in these difficult moments, you know, we have to also feel the grief and the sadness around, Think, you know, things that are not nice happening, um, as well as that there are always going to be, like, there's always going to be wisdom in these things, too. Um, and at this point, because everything is just spiraled, it's like a comedy of errors, you know. Um <laughs> Interestingly enough, too, I dropped off my rental car, and they were really, like, busy. And so they told me to drop the keys and the um, the kind of report that I wrote the mileage on and the time and the date in this lockbox. And then three days later, I got an email saying from the lost and stolen property saying that I had never returned the vehicle. And I was like, wow, this is just a very intense time asking me to be intensely present um anyway friends the theme this week that i've chosen is i accept myself all of me is a wonderful creation i accept myself all of me is a wonderful creation and to me so much of that is about it's so easy to judge ourselves when things are happening that are stressful we're like oh i fucked this up i didn't do this right you know uh, I'm not manifesting abundance. Um, that's all whack. We live in... Earth school is fucking survival. You could be the most um, peaceful monk on a mountain and outside experiences are still going to come in and affect your life in some way. Unless you're fucking, I don't know, where you'd be to have no life affect you. Um. Life affects you. My car was parked outside and somebody bumped the bumper and put a dent in it. Um, it's parked legally, Is parked in a proper space. There's, you know, these things happen. And um, in a lot of ways, it's not fucking personal. Like my hurt towards the woman who stole my wallet, it's like, it's not personal. I didn't even show up or register to her. You know, it's, it's not about me, I wasn't even there. Um, Even with uh, my friend who was really, like, nasty towards me, um, I wasn't even in the picture. It wasn't actually about me. It was whatever projection other people are looking through. These things that happen to us are difficult, you know. um, Life is difficult. Life is difficult. And um, we can use our tools to get through the difficult periods, Um, but we're not to blame for the cycle of life happening to us. You know, there are always going to be periods of scarcity. There will always be periods of abundance. Um, and in that way, sometimes I think that some of the language around like the law of attraction and stuff like that can be quite dangerous to us because it can make us feel like, um, if we're not positive all the time that we are, um, and if we don't have positive reactions all the time to painful things that happen to us, that we're not practicing the law of attraction. But the point is that you just center yourself in your value and your worth of, as a divine human being. The point is not that we never don't feel hurt or sad or grief or anger. Um, these are these are powerful tools for us. Like my anger right now is a powerful tool. It's the it's me setting my boundaries. It's me going, no. You know, and now I'm really listening to that intuition where it's like before I'm like, oh, you know, everything's going pretty good. Like I could probably like I could probably like not really have to listen to that voice in me that says something's weird about this. Um, But when something when you've been through an extended period of vulnerability and you feel raw, then you're like you're so on top of your intuition. You're so like, no, fuck that shit. Nobody's getting up in my shit, (laughs) you know, stay out of my energy, stay out of my zone. It's a powerful tool. Um, it's been helpful to me, you know, and, and as we'll talk about later on in the report, it's really just about not projecting that onto other people, you know, um, You can you can have those strong boundaries and respect yourself um, without without being shitty to other people, too. You know, um, you can be assertive without being unkind or cruel. Um, And it's a fine line. It's a fine line to balance on. But here we are right now. We're in the buildup to Jupiter changing signs, um, which is happening next week. So this is giant changes for our collective. We're going to move from Aquarius to Pisces. So the expansion through freedom becomes the expansion through unconditional love. And I'm going to have more on that next week. But we're starting with today, Monday, the 3rd of May. And these are some of the reasons I'm so punchy this morning. We've got Mercury in Taurus square, Jupiter in Aquarius. And we've got Sun in Taurus square, Saturn in Aquarius. But later on this evening, we've got Mercury entering Gemini, which is a big fucking win for us. That is going to be... You know, communication shit is going to be really much better. Technology stuff, all of that stuff is going to start to move again. Um, So the North Node, which is the consciousness of our collective destiny, right? It's like what we're all working towards. It's currently in Gemini. And that means we're being asked to integrate more of the qualities of Gemini to our collective over this last uh, year, And we're still in this energy. We're asked to cultivate more awareness, more communication, more logic. And with the shift of Mercury into Gemini, this is a cohesive, optimal place for Gemini. And that means we're really understanding more of that um, destined forward motion uh, during this transit than any other time. Uh, words are going to become easier for us using our mind is going to become easier it's a great time to express yourself you're going to be able to communicate more clearly but as we build to this transit this evening um, which is going to be at 10:49 eastern time it could be a rough ride today you know you could be like me like oh my god i'm stuck in my brain here and i'm angry and i'm frustrated and a lot of those things that were mercury and taurus that we talked about in this report I have had so many communication technology issues during this Mercury in Taurus transit, transit. I do not like this placement. <laughs> um, bless our hearts. Um, I have honestly fucking hated it. Um, and that's just me personally, you know, uh, <laughs> like it's some placements just feel harsher than others at times. And that doesn't mean it's Mercury and Taurus's fault. It's um, how it works with my chart that have made me not like it. Um, But long story short, I can't wait for Gemini. Uh, But, you know, you might be in for a rough ride feeling wise today before that happens. Um, Today, Mercury is in conflict with our faith and joyfulness. Um, That's that Mercury square Jupiter. We're not feeling very expansive. We're experiencing restrictions and limitations with that sun square Saturn. And it's frustrating as hell. So the advice today is try not to put too much pressure on yourself. Um, It's possible that it feels like nothing's going right until Mercury shifts tonight, and then we will definitely have an easier time. Tuesday the 4th of May. We've got Moon in Aquarius conjunct Jupiter in Aquarius. Since the Moon changes signs every two to three days... For the entire time that Jupiter has been in Aquarius, which has been over a year, the moon has met up with Jupiter once a month. So that's been a common occurrence. But this is different because Jupiter is in the last degrees and it's getting ready to shift next week. So we really want to make the most of this meeting. And in August, Jupiter is going to retrograde back to this degree. So it's making it even more important that we pay attention to the themes we're experiencing in our lives today because there's going to be a revisiting of it, a completion uh, or a a healing is going to happen around that. I keep thinking that maybe like my ID is going to get sent to me in the mail or something. I don't know, (laughs) but um, you never know. I mean, sometimes I'm really accurate about those things, but I'll let you know if that actually happens. Uh, Jupiter deals with how we grow or expand, and it's how we experience our faith and our sense of spirituality. And in Aquarius, we've actually been becoming more humanitarian um, as a collective. Aquarius wants us to be more free, more independent, to connect more to our individuality. And the moon is our inner life, our feelings, our feelings. We're wanting to shed all that stands in the way of our personal clarity. So what do you need to free yourself from? This is the energy of Tuesday. What stands in the way of your faith, your spirituality? Um, What feelings are there connected to that? Aquarius is highly intuitive, highly intuitive. So this is going to be a really intuitive moment, especially with the moon and Jupiter involved. So I would take some time to be alone, to listen inwardly and, uh, you know, to listen to those repeat messages that come up, those intuitive messages, Um, you know, try not to just disregard them. Uh, When you get a ping that something's off, um, it probably is. It may not be as terrible as we might awfulize in our minds, but it's something to be very aware of. On Thursday, the 6th of May, we've got Venus in Taurus, Trine, Pluto, and Capricorn. We generally like a Trine, but Pluto is a very heavy planet, and it deals with obsessions, power, control, and intensity. And Venus being our resources, like money and also how we experience love, this could be a passionate intimacy-building day, or there could be some issues and complications arising. It really just depends. I mean, a Trine is a, is a good is a good connection between these planets, but sometimes even a good connection is going to bring up healing things for us. So something secret might be coming to light. Um, If your motivations are, are pure, then it could be a lucky time for you financially or romantically. And what I mean by pure motivations is a secret that could come to light would be like an affair or something like that, you know um, with romance and, and Pluto coming together Um, that kind of thing could be revealed. So if, if you're, if you've been doing anything just a little bit, not conscious in that way, then it might be revealed. Um, if you have, um, been doing the opposite, you know, trying to just stay really conscious and really work on intimacy and vulnerability and all of that, then this could be, um, a lucky time. Um, if your motivations are based in the darker aspects of the ego, then you get thrown back on yourself you know we all do it we all get that that's nobody's free of that um so this you know it could be some lessons being learned um regardless it's going to be super passionate time i would watch out for like flash in the pan romantic relationships beginning um those kind of like hard and fast relationships um i think that's always a warning sign um to like Make sure that you really know and are present, you know, the person that you're with, that you're present, that you're not, um, that you're not jumping into a shared wounding experience, um, because that could happen with this energy. It could bring a a flash in the pan relationship in, um, I'd also be aware of large purchases around this energy. We might be feeling a bit spendy, um, with this energy. So if it's something you've been thinking about already, um, awesome, you know, make that purchase. If it's something that is kind of coming up compulsively, I would be very careful about it and try not to obsess about money and shit on this day. There's like, you know, um, it's possible that it be feel more intense than it needs to. Um, so whatever you can do to just bring yourself back down to earth is going to be helpful, uh, with this energy. Friday the 7th, we've got Moon in Taurus Square, Mars in Cancer. Now, this transit really screams my fucking boundaries to me. Um, irritation, frustration, emotional outbursts. You know, it's no fucking wonder we got that Nine of Wands card this week, right? We're still in a marathon of just fucking like... <laughs> I'm super aware that I'm swearing a lot more today. <laughs> this is like... This is my... This is my, uh, my Mercury gone wild... Um, this is a rough week, you know, this is a, a, an intense learning period for us. And and there's no wonder we got that card just saying that we're in a marathon, you know, and just, you've got the wherewithal to get through it. Just try to prioritize and try to, um, I want to say bear down, which sounds just awful, (laughs) but try to bear down y'all. Um, Friday the 7th, we got to be extra careful to respect boundaries, both our own and those of others. We want to give everybody a little room today because we're going to be feeling it between that moon, our feelings and Mars, our action. You know, um, if you are personally having an anger outburst, that's okay. Try to express it consciously still, meaning don't project it onto others, you know, scream into the ethers, go out in the woods and like let out a nice call, Uh, beat up a pillow dance you know there's a lot of different go and uh work on the boxing the boxing gloves things like that that physical energy should be moved move it you know write it out burn that paper um express your anger uh but try not to make it about someone else being at fault either um Typically, it's just not a helpful way to move through our anger because, you know, anger can also come up where we have hidden grief underneath and sadness. So it can be about what's going on and it could be deeper than that too. So we want to really try to consider all the all the angles of what's going on for us, what's our responsibility. You know, if you have boundaries that you're not, and acting that's not everybody else's fault you know it's like um if you know for me if i'm if i'm letting people in that are that are energetically not giving back then that's for me to really be responsible to myself and protect myself and care for myself and 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 make choices that protect those boundaries um if you've been depressed for a while, anger can be the emotional opening necessary to access our grief. Anger can also come up, you know, um, where we need to release situations or people from our lives that aren't meeting our boundaries. Um, Any number of these things could be triggered today. I would just take care, feed the inner child with encouragement, support, good nutrition and rest. You know, the moon square Mars. It's like the moon is the mother. So the way to work with this in a healthy way is to really just be a a super good mom to yourself. Um, Saturday, the 8th, we've got Venus entering Gemini. And also that's why Friday is going to be a little bit rough too, because we've got Venus in the last degrees of Taurus where we're like mine, my resources, my money, my energy, my shit. And we're going to really feel like a, a, a serious sense of protection around any, uh, avenues that are depleting us, um, or, or stealing from us. And that's one of the things that I associated, um, it's one of the words I associated from being robbed, um, I had to look at where there were other thieves (laughs) in my life. And it's pretty vast, you know, and we all have blind spots to that. Um, And obviously, like everybody who listens to the energy report who doesn't pay for it is not a fucking thief. Um, That's not the case. Um, But some people might be, you know, and not requiring that I have a boundary there is also enables that. Um, so it was really like, you know, this energy on Friday the 7th is asking us to look at where we're being robbed, what's being stolen from us, you know, not in a way where it's like, uh, we need to like freak out and be like, um, afraid of other people just in a way that if we've had intuitions, we've had feelings about things, we need to listen to them and move forward on it. Um, I have many, many generous people in my life, many people that support me in really loving ways. Um, Many of you listeners also have uh, reached out and, um, and that is, you know, I don't want you to walk around life thinking that, people are out to get you. I don't think that that's true. I think that this is a really benevolent world, but I also think that we do need to be conscious that there are, um, there are people and energies out there that want something for nothing or that want to, that are lazy, you know, lazy, don't want to do it themselves, want somebody else to do it. Um, and some people do just want to see the world burn, And they want to enact their rage, their anger, their frustration on other people. Um, And uh, it's important to not become victimized by that inside of us, you know, but also to um, work as much as we can to protect ourselves from these things. And I don't need I don't know who needs to hear this, but we do have a mercury retrograde coming up at the end of the month. And this whole fucking thing that's happened to me, if I could tell you one thing, it's write down all your passwords and keep them somewhere secure. Um, and make sure that you have a contingency plan if you're traveling. Um, and yeah, I mean, keep a, keep a photocopy of your driver's license and your credit card. So, you know, those numbers, um, make sure you've got find my phone turned on on your phone and that you know what your Apple ID password is so you can access it. Um, (laughs) make sure you know what your credit card contingency plan is. If you, if, if there's theft, um, and what you'll need. I mean, some of these things, I just fucking didn't know. And so I was like, what? Um, And Mercury retrograde is obviously a time when like we review all these connections to communication and stuff like that and our technology. So it's possible to lose things, you know, lose a phone, smash a phone, drop it in the toilet, um, whatever happens. Um, So I would just say spend a few hours just making sure that you have all those details somewhere um, because I wish I would have, <laughs> it would have made it a lot simpler for me, but, um, you know, it's also been actually pretty cool to be without a phone for over a week, um, that anybody could access. So that's been kind of cool. Um, I've definitely been off the phone way more and off, uh, any kind of apps and stuff. Anyway, moving on Saturday, the eighth, we've got Venus entering Gemini. Venus is the lover, the artist, the diplomat, and the energy of Venus helps us to open our capacity for love. It's how we engage with others and maintain connections. It helps us with partnership and aesthetics. Um, Venus has a real softening, calming effect on us, and it helps us to develop our intimate needs. It's about being moved by beauty and warmth, and it's increased by openness. The shadow sides of Venus are vanity, neediness, manipulation, seduction and engaging in instant pleasures rather than true fulfillment that comes from like a deep sense of self-worth. So as we round out our short stint in Taurus on the plus side, we may be more connected to our bodies, healthy treatment of ourselves and our sensuality at a core level. However, perhaps we have seen the negative side of this energy. We've mistaken pleasure, status, or security for love, and now we have to connect to a better path for ourselves. You get infinite second chances. You know, so if you feel trapped in a relationship or experience, I promise you that you can extract yourself and start again, and it is worth it to not settle for anything that routinely leaves you unhappy. Gemini being a sign related to how we communicate and take in information marks the Venus in Gemini transit as a time to listen and to take in information regarding these Venusian themes. So we want to concentrate on being heard and hearing in our relationships. This is a time to listen, to question, to communicate our needs and connections with others Um, With this transit, we want to connect with others intellectually. We're more social, playful, and curious about love. However, there's a warning with this transit to be aware of mind games, attention seeking, and playing the field without care for other people. You know, Venus represents our desires and in Gemini, we desire to meet others on the same wavelength and that should be our goal right now. And it doesn't have to be people that we're having sex with or lovers. This could be just any of our relationships. We really want to connect with those that have the same belief systems and values as we do. We want to understand one another with greater kindness and lightness at this time you know, people are who they are, not as a punishment to us, but because they're worthy of meeting only their own expectations in life and not ours. So we've got to appreciate one another for our differences, honoring those qualities rather than vilifying others. Um, And if somebody is just not for you, you're not on the same wavelength, then just extricate yourself from that situation. You know, it's okay to let go of a relationship in that way and you you can say i'm letting go of this relationship or you cannot you know it's like um it's whatever feels appropriate to you um not everything is going to be able to be explained to other people when you're not on the same wavelength and for me personally um if i if I feel like I'm feeding into an energy a draw an energy of drama or something like that, then I will just totally release myself from the situation and I won't express any more energy uh, with somebody um, if you haven't embraced your own Venusian qualities uh, then you're gonna feel insecure about self worth so that means if you don't know what you need to receive love or you don't know how it's best for you to give love, um, then you can feel insecure about your self worth because, um, those are really things that actually do take time to develop the wisdom to know what you need, um, what you have to give, what your boundaries are. Um, and it can make you feel insecure. Um, but, and if you're in that place, you know, you get time to develop and figure that stuff out. Um, True romance can only come when you're feeling secure in yourself as your own best partner and when you've made a commitment to really know yourself. So this is a time to really delve into that information around how you interact with others and why. It's interesting, um, that part here that true romance can only come when you're feeling secure in yourself. Um, I have spent, a long time being single. I really enjoyed being single. Um, I'm very independent and, um, and a lot of people that I know who I look at their relationships and they have very loving relationships with their partners. Um, you know, they're, they, they all adore each other and they really, really support one another. And they're very good friends, not just, um, lovers and they have a very open upfront relationships with one another. And for me, you know, uh, a woman who, uh, identifies as she, her, who, uh, dates men. Um, like people used to tell me when a man is really interested in you, you'll really know. And, um, I don't think I really had ever felt that for a long time, um, until I met my current partner. And like, I think that's true. I really, people used to, I'm sure if anybody's listening to and you're single and you've heard a lot of people say, Oh, you'll really know. Um, like it's different than what it feels like when you're in sort of one of those chemistry wounded connections, you know, um, there's no, you're not pining, you're not clinging, you know, you're able to be strong in your own boundaries. And like with my partner, um, I know I'm fine without him, (laughs) bless his heart. (laughs) Um, and that if any, I, you know, I'm like, I where I was for the last year was really enjoying my own company and really like I I was really surrendered to that I could be by myself for a long time and I'm 38 years old and or 37 about to be 38 and he's 46 and maybe that's why our relationship is working because we're a little bit older and we've had a lot of we've made I've had a lot of relationships and come to terms with things, but, um, you know, yeah, your partner should want to really lift you up and support you. And if that's a struggle, um, it may not be, it may be a relationship that's a little bit more based in learning than in, um, a shared interdependent experience. Um, because you have to know that you're whole and okay on your own and that you ultimately don't need that person. Um, and of course, like when I was away, what a blessing that I had my partner to, and that he was willing to drop everything to make sure that I was okay. Um, and that's because we're really good friends too. But I also know that if it wouldn't have been him, I know that my friends would have come to, I, you know, I know that I would have organized it with someone else close to me and that they would have gone above and beyond. Um, and so cultivating those relationships, cultivating that love, that sense of community, that sense of shared value Um, is so important it's so important to not just expect one person to give you that either all right this is like a three-hour energy report um sunday the 9th of may so monday is a super active day where that north node conjunction is happening right we're meeting our destiny so as we feel this energy coming in we're going to be even more acutely aware of what we should release or increase and i think that's what we're going to be feeling on sunday I think everybody's in some sort of a crossroads, you know, court dates, breakups, shedding jobs, projects, you know, with the moon in, in Taurus. If, we, if we're feeling anxious, we might seek pleasure as a way to avoid our pain, but we should let our pleasures be a reflection of our worth. Um, so appreciating those wholesome pleasures that enrich us uh, rather than deplete us. Okay, friends, that is the energy report for the week of May the 3rd through the 9th. And again, uh, as of next week, for you listening on the podcast, the podcast will only be available on Patreon. Um, There will be a reminder podcast that will go out that will link it in the show notes. The energy report is becoming paid, uh, a paid subscription. If you're not signed up by May 31st, you will not have access to the reports on June the 1st. You have to sign up by May 31st. Um, And if I don't have 60 subscribers, um, then I am going to let go of the report uh, as of July 1st. Um, So those are the those are sort of the new boundaries. Um, I love you guys and I, I'm really feeling for everybody going through this period right now. It's just such a weird time. Um, I hope that you are healthy and well supported and, um, I appreciate you and I'm just sending you lots of love. Okay. Bye-bye.